Welcome to Good Patron, a production of the all-new UTR Media. I'm your host, Garrett Godfrey, and on this show, we'll explore what it means to be a good patron, asking how each of us can be a good patron of the bands and musicians we appreciate. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. Stick around. We have got some exploring to do. In this episode, we're going to hear from singer-songwriter Anthony Quails and see how his input can help us become better patrons. But before we do, I'd like to tell you about our Spotlight campaign. Matthew Smith from Indelible Grace is putting out a new album titled Quiet Hymns, which looks to be his sixth solo album. Matthew was there at the beginning of Indelible Grace almost 20 years ago when Kevin Twitt was using hymns as part of worship at Belmont University and challenged some students to come up with new melodies for some of them. Matthew has been putting out great recordings of hymns ever since. As an aside, some other alumni of Indelible Grace include Jeremy Casella and Sandra McCracken. Matthew's newest album, Quiet Hymns, finds its theme in Isaiah 30.15, which reads, This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel, says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. This album features ten great renditions of hymns, some you may know, and some will likely be new to you. Here's a clip of his remake of the hymn, God Himself. In the day when sin oppresses And the battle rages strong When the victory seems doubtful Or triumphant seems the wrong God Himself Will dry your tears God himself will soothe your fear. If you'd like to check out an interview I did with him a little while ago about this campaign, there will be a link in the show notes. His Pledge Music campaign ends September 8th, and you can check it out by going to quiethymns.com. Okay, back to Anthony Quayles, an Americana folk artist whose music has been selected by the Critics Panel for Under the Radar and the Spirit You All website as some of the best of 2016. I put out a series of questions for some artists, and when Anthony got back to me with his answer, I knew I had to share it with you. Here is Anthony Quayles. So uh, the first question you asked, what comes to mind when I hear a good patron or good fan? Um, I'd have to say that that is someone who has been committed to supporting an artist for the long haul. That could be by financial support, by purchasing music, helping scheduling or booking shows, uh, encouraging the artist to continue to create. That last one is probably the best thing a fan or patron can do um, is encourage the artist not to quit. People will be surprised just how much uh, good uh, that one element can do. Uh, So I would say that, again, all those are important things, but for me, Encouraging an artist not to quit uh, is probably the one of the single most things uh, that a, a fan or a patron can do. What do I most wish my fans knew I, that I needed? I've always struggled with self-promotion, so that would be an area that I would say that I'm uh, in need of most. Uh, booking or scheduling shows and marketing are the main resources that I am uh, 
that I struggle with currently. Uh, how can fans best help me? Uh, the best help I could receive uh, is for fans uh, of my work to share it with their immediate peer group. Um, I can't tell you how many times that I've been introduced to a new artist by someone in my immediate circle of influence. I think word of mouth is the most powerful form of advertising. People are more apt to check out an artist if someone they trust is vouching for it. The fourth question you asked was, how can uh, UTR Media come alongside and encourage me? Uh, UTR has already done so much for me since the release of my last album. Um, I actually feel selfish asking for anything else. I would say that um, they could best serve me as artists by continuing to share my music as well as all of the other non-cookie-cutter artists that they feature. A story of a fan or patron that has uh, blown me away with their consideration, concern, or generosity. Probably the one story that comes to mind is about five years ago, I was nearing the end of my first crowdfunding campaign. With about seven days remaining, I only had about, I had only raised $25 of a $1,300 goal. I was playing a writer's round one night, and only about four or five people showed up. It was pretty, uh, I was pretty discouraged, and I met a man named Buddy. I told him about the campaign, and the next day, he donated close to half of my goal. After sharing the story on Facebook, over the course of the next week, large donations came rolling in, and the campaign was funded more than enough. The crazy part of the story is Buddy wasn't a Christian, uh, but he found value in the music that I create. Buddy serves as an integral part of how I was able to begin growing a larger fan base and ultimately how I was able to continue creating. The sixth question you had was, uh, has being an artist changed the kind of fan or patron I am of others? It has. I am more aware of the needs of an artist, and it has made me more apt to share a word of encouragement to other artists. There have been times uh, when I may just send a text message, but I know from past experience that words like that have meant the world to me and have gave me just the boost that I needed. Question seven says, what percentage of people pay for music that I offer on Noise Trade or Bandcamp? Uh, and how do I feel about those uh, people who don't uh, pay for it? Uh, there's a very small percentage of people who actually have paid for the music that I offer on Bandcamp uh, or have listed on Noise Trade. I would say uh, there's about 3 to 5% of the people actually purchase the music that I have listed online. I'm kind of neutral about how I feel about it. I currently su subscribe to Apple Music and rarely buy albums any longer. Uh, if music was my main source of income, then I'd feel uh, I may feel differently. But yes, I would love for uh, for everyone to purchase my music. But I've come to understand that it's just not the way people consume music any longer. We live in an instant and disposable society. And the last question you asked was, "What's the best way for fans to connect with me?" The best way for fans to connect with me is through Facebook or Instagram. And when I was talking to Matthew Smith, I asked him a similar question, and here's what he had to say. To make things a little bit more personal, what's mm -hmm. one thing that you wish your fans knew that you needed and how can they best come alongside you? I, I think the um, just the, the encouragement. <laughs> I get a lot of encouragement, but um, it's been so amazing to see people pre-order through this Pledge Music campaign and even leave notes on that. You know, you get the access pass. So there's I put a special things for them to to see and hear and behind the scenes videos and just the comments that they leave on those have, have been really significant to me. I don't think people really realize that it, it's a pretty isolating thing being an independent artist. You know, you're working on, on everything yourself, you're doing all the jobs and booking the concerts and all this kind of stuff. And it seems, you know, exciting from somebody who 
it's not <laughs> hasn't hasn't done it. But it's also really a, can can be a grind to to make sure that you do all the things and just kind of be able to pop my head above the water in the midst of preparing to release this record, preparing to go on tour this fall, and just have somebody say, "Hey, this song means a lot to me in this specific way." Those specific comments really mean a lot to me. I think most people don't realize that. One thing that both of them touched on was the real need for encouragement and specific feedback of what their music or a specific song meant to someone. So as an aside, here's my feedback. Anthony, I feel like you do an excellent job of telling a story. Your songs draw me in with their stories, and it makes me think you're probably a lover of history. Matthew, I enjoy singing along with you when you use a familiar melody, and I like learning new hymns from you too. And it feels like you really put a lot of effort into mining the hymns for songs that have rich and meaningful lyrics, and I appreciate that. So, based on their input, here is your nugget this episode on how to be a good patron. I want you to think about an artist, an album, or a song that has really been meaningful to you lately. Think about why it connected so deeply with you. What I want you to do now is tell people about it. First, start with the artist. Find their Facebook page and message them, or use the Contact Me button on their website, but let them know specifically what that album or song meant to you and why. Let them know how it's impacted you. Next, I want you to tell other people. I want you to become an advocate for that artist, that album, or that song. Share it with people however you feel comfortable, in social media like Facebook or Google Plus or Twitter, or in person at your book club or study group, or one-on-one with a friend that would understand and maybe connect with it too. And I want you to be specific about what it was that connected with you. If they have a website or a Bandcamp page, share that. Otherwise, share the artist's Spotify link or a YouTube link for the song so your friends can at least hear it for themselves. In the words of King's X, if you like what you hear, then go tell somebody. Along those lines, if you like what you hear on this show, let other people know about it. Rate it or review it at Apple Podcasts or wherever you found it. Who knows? It might persuade someone checking it out to go ahead and take a listen. And I'd love to know if you have any questions or feedback or are interested in advertising on the show. You can contact us via email, goodpatronpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're a Christian artist of any genre and have an upcoming crowdfunding campaign, let us know about it, and it might be selected to be featured on a future episode. I am excited about digging deeper into this topic, and I invite you to join me for each and every episode. Stay tuned for some very practical opportunities you have to help some specific artists in the second half of this episode. Support for this episode is brought to you in part by the latest release by indie duo The Asking. All things the Phantom Tollbooth says Call the Ships Home by The Asking is brimming with excellent songs. Walk on water, you'll never be the same. Call the Ships Home by The Asking is available now at iTunes or at theaskingband.com. Hey there. If this is your first time checking out any of the podcasts over here at UTR Media, I want to say thanks for stopping by. I want to give you a quick rundown, though, because there's a whole lot more to discover. 
So, release date will chronicle the mostly untold story of what happens before a release date, the making of an album from concept to creation. Gourmet Music Podcast will have the same flavor as the old Under the Radar show, with maybe a few new ingredients added in. Green Room Door gives you access with one-on-one interviews with songwriters. Good Patron will feature current crowdfunding campaigns and tips and ideas on how to support the music you love. Side Note will draw from real-world experiences of artists to swim in the deep end of the creative process. Welcome to the all-new UTR Media. Welcome back to the second half of the episode. If you love folk music and you don't know who Bruce Coburn is, please pause this episode, listen to some of his music, and then come back. If you know and love his music, you'll be excited to know that he is releasing his first new album in six years, Bone on Bone. Bruce released his first album back in 1970. He's 72 now, and this will be his 25th studio album. Over the years, his music has spanned topics from his Christian faith to political and environmental activism. A Canadian, Coburn has indicated that this album has prevalent urgency and anxious tone. Here's a sample of the song, States I'm In. Ragged-winged hawks swooping down on prey Curtain going up on the nighttime shadow play Seen the sun going down, set the sea on fire Black smoke boiling from burning tires And bones in the mud was the blood sacrifice required All the sights I've seen In the depth of the world And the heart of a dream Ooh-wee, all the places I've been Each one reflected in the states I'm in States I'm in Coburn is running a pre-order through Pledge Music right now where you can get the download of the album for about $12 and the CD for about $20 But there's also a chance to get a signed and numbered 9-CD box set titled Rumors of Glory through the Pledge Music Store. The album releases September 15th, so if you're thinking about it, go ahead and grab it through the pre-order. And if you love Americana music and don't know who Bill Maloney is, hit pause on the episode again, head over to Bandcamp, and check out his music. Then come back and pick up where you left off. Be careful, though. You could be there for days. He's put out dozens of albums through the years, between his work with Vigilantes of Love, his WPA series, and all of his other solo albums. In fact, on this Kickstarter campaign video for his upcoming album, Forest Full of Wolves, he indicates this will be his 78th album. And this is not his first time around with Kickstarter either. He's had multiple successful campaigns, in addition to some Bandcamp pre-orders over the years. My wife and I had a chance to see him years ago with the band Vigilantes of Love, and then again a couple years ago with a house show with his wife Mariah Rose. He is the real deal. 
This album is being done under the name Bill Maloney and the Big Sky Ramblers, and he's described this one as a big, noisy Americana rock record. Over at his Bandcamp page, he's got a number of the current versions and different mixes of the songs as he's recording. Here's a clip of the song Voodoo Inc. Endless War. $15 gets you the download of the album, $30 for the CD, and there are more ways to support this project, but this campaign on Kickstarter closes Thursday, September 21st. Indie Americana pop folk band slash duo slash couple Over the Rhine are no strangers to going directly to their fan base to support projects either. They've been doing that for years, and we're always happy to help out. They've announced a new plan for a trio of albums and have a couple ways that folks can help fund it. The plan is to put out a new Over the Rhine studio album, a new solo instrumental piano album from Linford, and an album of lost hymns, gospel songs, and spirituals that have continued to haunt them over the years. They hope to start releasing these later this fall and into early 2018. If you pre-order directly from them, you can get digital versions of all three for $25 or all three as CDs for $50. Here are a few clips of what they sound like, so you know to press pause and pre-order it right now. Back in 2005, Over the Rhine had contributed a song to a multi-artist compilation called The Message, Psalms, and the song was Flown Free, based on Psalm 129 and 124. Here's a clip of that song. They kicked me around Ever since I was young But they Never could keep me down If you hadn't been for us When everyone else was against us We would have been swallowed alive And here's a clip of one of Linford's uh, instrumental piano tracks called Mary's Hymns.
And probably my all-time favorite song from Over the Rhine, uh, I Want You to Be My Love, from the album Drunkard's Prayer. I want you to be my love I want you to be my love Over the Rhine. Audrey Assad is putting out a new album. This will be her first full album of original material in four years. She launched a pledge music campaign for the album Evergreen. Let's hear a bit more about it. I thought I knew God. I thought I understood God's character, God's nature, and his movements in the world. Until one day, I didn't know anymore. And then I didn't know for six months year and then two years and honestly I panicked because my whole life I had measured my value my worth even my identity by my correctness and all of a sudden I didn't even know if I'd been right about anything that entire time much less the most important things including God so I made a hymns album in a season where I hadn't written an original worship song in maybe two years because I honestly didn't know what to say and I didn't know what to sing about. It was an incredibly difficult moment and time in my life, but I'm so grateful for it because it provided me a chance to pause and take stock, to heal and rediscover. And what I found is that life can thrive even in a long, abandoned, burned out, neglected house. The tree of life truly never dies. And even though I've learned that I have to walk with uncertainty on this road, I can't help but sing about the beauty I see along the way. But there really is peace that passes understanding. For the first time in my life, I think I'm beginning to know what that actually means. I am so excited to tell you that I've been writing a lot of songs. It feels so amazing to be doing that again, to feel free in that way. I've got songs about identity, about joy and hope, about rediscovering the tree of life, which is truly evergreen. So that's what I'm calling my album, Evergreen. And I'd love it if you would help me make this album. I love making music with you. It's always been such a special experience, and I'd love to do that again. As I record songs that are original for the first time in years, I would be so honored and happy to have you along with me. Please help me make this album. Help me sing about the tree of life, which is evergreen. The campaign for evergreen met its goal a while ago, but the options are still available on the Pledge Music site. I think they'll stay up there until the album comes out in early 2018. 
$10 gets you the digital download version, $15 for the CD and download, $35 for vinyl and download, and there's more. And just so you know what she sounds like, here's a clip of her doing the song Be Thou My Vision from that hymns album she mentioned. Jessica Kirk and Zach Harold are the Sycamores, an Americana gospel group based in West Virginia. Both of them had grown up with families that had Southern gospel groups that traveled the country playing. Now they're working together to fuse their Christian faith with the sounds of country, bluegrass, folk, and rock. And they've launched a Kickstarter for their debut album. Here's a clip of their song, The Good Shepherd, to let you know what they sound like. $10 gets you download of the album, $15 gets you the CD and download, $25 adds in a bonus CD of demos and live performances that will only ever be available to the Kickstarter backers. This campaign closes Saturday, September 9th. Husband and wife Dan and Noel from the band Riley are working as a musical duo under the name House Project and have launched a Kickstarter to put out a new six-song EP. Now they'd put out a Christmas EP in 2015. Here is a clip from their song, All Glory Be to Christ. His will be done, His kingdom come on earth as is above, who is Himself our daily bread. Praise Him, the Lord of love. Let living water Satisfy the thirsty without price. We'll take a cup of kindness, yet all glory be to Christ. And here is the clip of their remake of the song Do You Hear What I Hear?
$10 gets you the download of the album, $25 for a signed CD and a download, or a signed CD and the Christmas EP on CD, and there's more. This campaign closes Saturday, September 9th. Australian alternative band We Are The Outpost just launched a Kickstarter campaign for a 5-7 to track EP, and I've got a couple clips to let you know what they sound like if you're unfamiliar with their music, like I was. The first is from a short live mix of the song Reckless Love, and that was on their campaign page. Here you go. And the second clip is from their song, The Motions. The download version of the EP is about $12, and they have some other options available as well. This campaign closes Thursday, September 7th. Thanks for sticking around to hear about some specific artists that could use your support right now, hopefully at least a couple connected with you. If you like what you hear on the show, please let others know about it. Consider rating it or reviewing it at Apple Podcasts or wherever you found it. Who knows, it might persuade someone who's checking it out to go ahead and take a listen. I'd love to know if you have any questions or feedback, or if you're interested in advertising on the show, you can contact us via email, goodpatronpodcast at gmail.com. And if you are a Christian artist of any genre and have an upcoming crowdfunding campaign, let us know about it, and it might be selected to be featured on a future episode. I am excited to be digging into the topic of how to be a good patron, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Until then, remember, great music doesn't just happen, so get involved. Get involved.